Josh, if I'm always term, in the situation hole. where I go to say like ear hole, and I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> and there's a I record come up with something label else. in Chicago that's called ear hole. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's funny. I you don't like that. I, that no, I revise hole, it. And I just, just say piercing. Piercing. I don't know. Any. We're now we're getting into weird territory. <laughs> Did we I already? I feel like you said hole too many times already this morning. Hole. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. I gotta put the mic port. The mic cable goes in the hole. This hole or this hole. <laughs> Josh doesn't correct you when you say that. I don't know that we've had a conversation where I'm like, which hole? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. This sense badly. of humor of a ten-year-old boy. This has started weirdly. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Say headphone jack. There we go. Wait, did you just Google that? No. You, <laughs> no. <laughs> you had your phone, and I'm like, maybe Jack you is just look sounds it up for right us. too. Port or Jack sound good. We'll ask Josh, and we'll get like a diagram made of like what all the so that I won't have to say hole ever again. I just didn't. That's okay. You're oh allowed. Um, okay, so this is Pancake Town, the podcast. Where we're sponsored by Holes. Um, the movie. I Holes the movie. Oh my god. I love that movie. What about the band Hole? I like the band Hole oh, too. Look, hole, we're all for holes around here. Um, I'm Emily. Uh-oh. Michelle has scone in her mouth. <laughs> That's Michelle. And we're here with Edgewater Candles, Mark and Steven. They have been on our show before. They are now the first repeat interview ease easers. Shattering glass ceilings. Right? It's because we like you the most. I think you guys like people. us the most too, right? The liking is mutual. I'm gonna have a mouthful I think it of makes scone sense. too. These scones are really good. They are fantastic. They're delicious, Michelle. Thanks. They're really good. Michelle made savory scones this time. It's because I've been eating like a chocolate cupcake a day for a week, <laughs> and I just that's not bad. Couldn't it is? <laughs> You're I like can't I need to it. detox. I can't, yeah. The people that go like go off sugar, I kind of like well, want to be like them permanently. No, I think a lot of people do it like. I do it to sometimes. Like detox, yeah, yeah. Where like for a month they won't eat sugar. Yeah, I've done that. I don't know times. that I can do that. But like, mm-hmm. and you would not eat pasta sauce that comes in. I think you literally Who don't eats eat pasta any, sauce I mean, I think, that comes in jars. I think some Gross. people are really. Oh, I do. What? It's not. A, it's in the recipe. You have to put some sugar in your. Not in my recipe. I think <laughs> some people are real hardcore about it and like either do like replacement things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, certainly people don't <clears throat> eat things that are like. Sh- processed sugar that's in a product. So like mm-hmm. pasta sauce with agave nectar. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, go for it. Not in my I recipe. use a recipe <laughs> from Monica's family. They're Sicilian, I think. Correct me, Monica. <clears throat> Next Wednesday. There's something when you fancy. Listen to this, and she would die if I put sugar in it. Oh wow. So yeah, she would roll over her in her non grave. Yeah. She would just roll over. I usually get a text from Monica on Wednesday, which I did yesterday after, after she listens to, the to it. I guess. Yeah. Like I got a text yesterday saying, thanks for giving away our million dollar app idea. <laughs> right? Yeah. Some, that's going to happen real soon. And you guys are going to be real mad. No. Well, you know, if people, if anybody's actually listening to this podcast, cool. 
Well, I feel like everyone we told the app idea to was like, that's not a good idea. (laughs) Why would you do that? But we thought it was pretty genius at the time. Well, so we wanted to come. We're actually at Mark and Steven's home slash warehouse slash production facility slash what else? Disaster. Everything. Disaster area. Looks like an awesome disaster area to me. Um, There's literally ball jar like how many ball jars would you say are in your home right now like rough estimate 2700 almost 3000 yeah cool they actually know i like that so yeah there's stacks and stacks of them i feel like you should start making like divider walls (laughs) out of out of them right (laughs) it'd be very like that could work in the new space right yeah just be like this section this is the living room but then there's like a divider wall of jars Mm -hmm. and then that's like the lounge yeah Yeah. and then yeah and then you would just have to like you could make little windows (laughs) in the middle of them like think of them as like lego blocks yeah yeah oh you could brick Mm -hmm. lay them out yeah like at grocery stores when they have soda displays (laughs) yeah so they're just like a giant tower of lacroix like sky high all right next next time you come over consider it there'll be modular units you could make a couch maybe you could you could make some seating Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that we've yeah michelle and i'll come and (laughs) we'll we'll be your stylists well these window treatments are yes (laughs) the windows in front of us are literally like floor to ceiling filled with jars it's It's pretty awesome i like it though too because you could move them around and like put little like spaces in there and it would be almost like like a little glass block like Mm -hmm. like little sunshine peeks through (laughs) you could get real you know because you have so much free time yeah to be rearranging your inventory (laughs) (laughs) right yeah yeah i think this is great i mean i like all three of all three of our companies are run out of Homes. Well, well, I mean, I guess your new space is. It is live work. It's residential yeah. and work. Yeah. yeah. But a little different. Totally it's going to be mostly you're living in your studio. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like to think of it as right now we have a factory shoved in an apartment and our new place is. It'd be, be the other way around. Yeah. 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 Both are good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Totally. Both are exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to commute. Right. Um, Like you can stop and well we've talked about this before i think you don't like stopping and doing other work in the middle of your work day right Mm-mm. do you guys like i have no choice yeah we, must. we have to multitask yeah. yeah like i did laundry yesterday in between doing other yeah shit. It's sort of part for the course i think i'm still in the mode of like daytime is for working nighttime mm. is for not working even though i tend to like go and do computer stuff at night but yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not great at oh, the see, whole we, like figuring out my time management. We have a consulting day job, so yeah. it's super flexible as far as we don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, but it's also there are deadlines, and so you know it's like daytime is for sporadically doing candle stuff when I can and yeah. working on work for our uh, consulting job, and then at night it's like okay, now I'm going to pour 108 candles before I go to bed. must 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 pull from my inventory of 2700 jars and fill 108 of them how long does that take uh three and a half hours see i knew there was an answer yeah boom that's why i need another cauldron so i can do that like 
in succession because once the wax melter is empty, oh, yeah. I need to put another 65 pounds of wax in it. And it takes it several hours to melt it. To all. get it warm, yeah. To the right temperature, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's always good when you can like, you can upgrade and have like, yeah. have the production keep up with you, basically. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, after he'll make that that amount of candles in one day then they have to go somewhere to be finished and that's usually what this table that we're sitting mm, at is it's yeah. usually covered in candles that need to go through the finishing process and so it's like a multi-stage production scenario and it's like it's become multi-room yeah. at this point yeah so we need to make it more streamlined there's a have you guys watched that show the prophet i know of it um so it's mark lamonis is that how you say his name Marcus Lamonis? I've never heard he's, it pronounced. Um, so sure. he's, you know, an investment guy, a business owner. And there's a show. There's only like one season of it randomly on, I think, Hulu. But there's one episode specifically. Like, it's such a good show because there's a bunch of like infographic things. And it's Ugh. very like he talks about profit margins and he talks about like inventory and cash flow and but like in a non-condescending way like sometimes those things are like okay yeah i got it i know what that is but he, there's something about the way he presents the information so he basically has like a case study of a company that he's helping or investing in and then he kind of says like okay this is where your company's at this is what i think you need to do to move to the next level and like, here's how I'm going to structure that. Or here's how I'm going to set, you know, and some of them are retail stores. Some of them are production companies that make a product. And there's one specifically that's about tiny houses, a company that makes mm. tiny houses. Mm. And that one was one of the most interesting ones because it was so interesting to see how he's like, okay, they make this one model that takes this kind of production and it costs this much, but like they have this X amount of warehouse space. And like, what if, they got rid of these three spaces for production and had like prefab things dropped in and like use that space more efficiently. And like, it was just really interesting how specific he got about like, if you have 20 square foot of space and one worker, what's the best way to utilize that? Like mm-hmm. you're not, you you're, you're overlapping things that don't need to be overlapped mm. and then you're missing, you have gaps where you don't need gaps and this could all be like seamless and you could be producing 12 tiny houses in the time that you're normally producing six yeah and then you're like oh shit that's like four hundred thousand extra dollars in a quarter it's really interesting and i am curious i tend to not watch it's really good stuff like those kind of shows this is probably the best one that i've watched so it's kind of reality yes tv yeah Mm. And each episode is about a business. Reality TV bums me out. Well, no, it's but it's not like that. It's very okay. it's very constructive and supportive. It's not about like look at these assholes failing. It's literally like <laughs> here's a company that is, you know, they've obviously applied to get help. Um yeah. like there's one that's a salon, there's one that's a retail boutique that sell. There's actually two or three of them that I watched are in Chicago, are companies that are in Chicago. Oh. Um and then it's very interesting to see like which ones are very resistant to his help and which ones are kind of like, please help me, let's do this. And like the ones that kind of receive his help and are okay with change succeed hugely. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are like, no, I like being an asshole to my customers. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, you went bankrupt. Or like he loses a bunch of money or they lose, you know. But it's very interesting just because it's very like, 
I don't know if it would be interesting to people who don't own a business. Like I watch it and I'm just like, oh, this applies to me. And like I could use little tidbits of this Mm -hmm. in the way I market or the way I do production or how I set up my basement office, even though it's about a warehouse. I don't know. All kinds of people watch that dumb shark tank show. Oh, I watch that show. Really? Yeah. I don't like I like to see like what wackadoo shit makes money. Because like it kind of just gives you a little perspective. Mm. on like oh if i'm making normal stuff i'm fine like these lunatics are like (laughs) spending millions of dollars on like some little plastic thing that's and then the (laughs) fact that every single time they're like oh yeah we manufacture this in china and i'm like of course you do yeah no that's depressing yeah it's really i mean mm -mm. i just think it's interesting i get a lot of inspiration from a podcast called how i built this oh yes yeah and like sometimes i'll like look at so a a customer told me about it because um a candle company was on there. And he was like, oh, oh nice. you should listen to this. And all her candles are made in China, and that's fine. Oh, weird. Oh. And then she opened a factory in the U.S. So that was cool. But then, um, like, I'll listen to the episode from, like, James Dyson, who makes vacuum cleaners. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how could anything he does apply to me? And then, like, I get all these nuggets of, yes. like, Kate Spade, uh, what could she possibly, oh, right. my gosh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you just, it's amazing. I love it. Huh. Yeah, because you don't have, like, you don't have to have even your goal be, oh, someday we're going to have a candle warehouse that has 28 employees and we're like mass produ- like we yeah. get machinery brought in with conveyor belts. Like that doesn't have to be your goal for that to like give you ideas about mm-hmm. how you would scale down and make your own manufacturing work better. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, something resonates on some level with each of these right. things. So I'm excited about the, watching The Prophet. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, it was so good that I was really pissed when I watched the last episode that was available. <laughs> where I was like, what? There's only one season on here? I was so mad. Hmm. Oh, and the thing that I actually wanted to watch, that episode is not on there. I think it's in a later season, is the thing, because Marcus Lemonis is the guy that invested in Botrus, and then it all went terribly wrong. Wait, um, right. Um, so like that he was going to buy it or something? So and then Botrus was that coffee shop that was who, kind of short Who was that, the asshole who owned it? I don't remember his name, but That's he... That's why I had heard about him, though. So they were on an episode of this Prophet show, oh, like wow. the beginning of this kind of like they showed like him coming in and kind of being an investor and helping them grow the business and like open lots of locations. And I think a lot of the locations we saw open in Chicago were, were implemented by Marcus Lemonis. So he helped them and suggested that. Well, so he helped them and then what, and then things just went terribly wrong because like, I don't, I don't know the full details, but I feel like money was being mismanaged yeah. and like employees weren't being paid. Yeah, that's and what that happened. Had employees to do didn't get paid with Marcus Lemonis. He's literally an investor who's why like, run your business. Said, I gave you money. And now I'm skeptical if he like encouraged him to branch out and open more locations. And they clearly didn't have the money to do it, right? Well, no, like, I think they did. I think that oh. the owner was holding on to the money for himself. Oh. Um, and not spending it properly. I think okay. that there was some sort of parting of ways where like it got derailed and then he basically was like, okay, I just lost. Like, I think he, I think Marcus Lemonis lost like hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars. Oh shit. Where he was just like, I invested a bunch of money in this and now it's gone out of business and I did not get a return on my money. Which is a good okay. lesson. And he's done that. It's really funny listening to him because he's done that a ton of times. Like, if he's done that 10 times and lost millions of dollars, he's also done had successful businesses 
like a hundred times over mm-hmm. and made a hundred million dollars. So like, it's all just a wash. It's like, well, mm-hmm. every once in a while you're going to have a dud that's not going to work out, but he's playing the odds and hoping that like the core nugget of a business is going to succeed. And then sometimes it doesn't. Hmm. Not a gambler. No, we've established that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think this guy definitely <laughs> is. I think that right. he definitely is like, he's just, that's his, that's his thing is that mm. he invests money in crazy shit and hopes that it goes well. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't. Um, that just reminded me, uh, do you guys follow the shop files on Instagram or are on her mailing list or anything? You are. I do. Yeah. Um, she did, know, she know. like did a call out a couple weeks ago, um, to get people's stories of either how they quit their full-time job to run their business or like, if they're in the process of doing it, if they, you know, like what's their plan? Like, have you done it? How did you do it? Or what's your plan if you're currently working on it? And she put together a blog post and I had submitted my answer to it. Um, and, um, it just like such a huge variety of people saying like, there is no perfect time, just do it. And then me saying like, I spent this many years trying to achieve these specific goals and I charted my um, profits, you know, Mm -hmm. meticulously to make sure that I could make enough money to survive on. And this and that was just interesting to see all the different paths people took to get to the same place or like, I don't know. And we talked about that, I think on our second episode, how you sort of jumped you're a yeah, jumper. I went and I'm first. not. I was like, let's do this. But what you, else am I going to do? Like that. But I was also like 25 years old. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I was like, this will be fine. Wee! <laughs> I'm like more likely to do that now that I'm older, though. When I was younger, oh, yeah. like, yeah, I, I had so I, little. Money. I did it because and I and I guess now being older, it's still true. I did it because I was just like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Like, so it fails, and in a year, I have to go get a job again. Big deal. Like, I think if you have confidence enough in yourself that you're like, I'm a hireable person. Like, I'm a smart person, and I can do a job. And, like, guess what? Worst case scenario, you have to go, like, work at... Like, Michelle, you have to make money on (laughs) Shopify. (laughs) Constantly. But, like, I always my, my default thing is to say, like, what's the worst that could happen, like... Even if I had to go work at Starbucks. Oh, I, I would could go work have at to Starbucks. work at the Gap. I'm sure of it. Right. That's where I would end up. If this falls apart, <laughs> I have a degree sweaters. in painting. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, is like we live in a world now where like you don't, you like, I hate to say this, but you don't have to have some specific degree in something. Obviously, if you want to be a nurse, yeah, yes, you have to have specific degrees and specific experience and specific training but like there is a point where there's a lot of companies now that will hire someone that is just a confident intelligent problem solving kind of person like I could go get a job at a auto body shop as a receptionist and be like hi I'm a smiling person who will talk to your customers and be smart like I could go sell myself to any literally any job if I needed to get a job yeah but um so it's I always kind of, feel like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, if I quit my shitty job that I hate, and I think a lot of people get real scared because they have jobs that either have really good salaries or they have 
benefits. And it's predictable and when you've got yes. a regular job. Yes. It's, there's that safety net of like, I'm going to get this check every week. Yes. And was it 14 or 15 years ago, I left my day job for consulting. And yeah. it was terrifying. Yeah. And like, I've been paying for my own insurance for yes. that long. And it's like, God, this is, nobody else is paying for my insurance. Yeah. I don't have sick time. Vacation time, what's that? Right. You have to <laughs> figure that out yourself. Yeah, and I used to have all that. Right. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing that people get scared about leaving yeah. is like, and, and they should, like, you shouldn't just be like naive about how hard it is to run your own business. It's not easy. And it's very, it can be very emotionally draining as well because oh, you're yeah. like, this means all sorts of things, not just, oh, I got fired from a job or, oh, my job failed. Like, this is like a thing that you did, that yeah. you decided and you came up with. And like, if it fails, maybe you're a failure. And like <laughs> that, like all of that plays into it. So I think it's a lot harder for people to just, it's not like quitting one job and going and getting another job and being worried. Like it's literally like, this is all on you now. <laughs> hope it works out. <laughs> Do you guys plan on continuing the consulting stuff? Like yeah. for, okay. Yeah, it's uh, we've had a sort of a interesting like some people talk about work life balance. Yeah, yeah. And you I'm have work work. About work work balance. Yeah, work 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 and this other work. I have that now. And so My work work been, balance. It's hmm. been amazing, and you know I'm sure there will be a point where, you know, something is less than the other. But right now we're managing fine with it being. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, for us, I think it's more about imagining how we're going to be running these two businesses. It's not yeah. like trying to run our business and then do our other and job. then have a job it's yeah. still our other business and so i think it is a, a that's a good way to say it it's a work work balance instead of a work life because it's not one or the other they're both our work yeah i think they're symbiotic but and they're and they're both up and down the different busy seasons you know the consulting stuff ebbs and flows just like retail does yeah and one of them satisfies a creative you know, yeah. desire and the other one. And you kind of have control. I mean, certainly the candle company side of it, you have control over like how busy you want to yes. make it and yeah. don't want to make it. Like you can be like, we're doing 25 shows this year instead of 60 or we're doing a hundred shows. Instead I don't know. It kind of looks like they're doing 60 shows right. this year. Yes. Is that your spreadsheet of yeah. shows that you're doing? This is the list. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yes. Last year we did 72. Yeah. 72 different events. Well, and then you told me that you were not going to do that. Right. Many. That's what right. Because that's what I thought. And then it, it looks like you're <laughs> looks doing like you're it doing again. It's actually more than 72. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and, like, and, and so we paired a lot of stuff and we added a new stuff because, um, you know, I, I met with a lot of my uh, maker buddies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was like, so tell me how your year was. Let's learn from each other. And yeah. And, you know, didn't know what Porter Flea was. I didn't know what Hunt and Gather was. But people told me about these other shows around the nation. Yeah. And so we've, we're applying to them. And, you know, if we get in, great. And if we don't, that's fine, too. But we're trying to yeah. branch out and get into new areas and find new customers and that kind of thing. So, yeah, 72 last year, uh, maybe the same or yeah. <laughs> did you apply to that new chicago artisan I did. market yeah. yeah oh so are you doing the yes. july uh, wait yeah what? july 20th me too wait so this is the the style chicago the thing that really? was in the group okay so yep. sarah yep. talked to her yeah i'm not gonna remember her name no Lynn? i don't know her. it's her with an l <laughs> sorry if you're listening um 
and I forgot your name. Uh, Sarah was telling me that she had like an hour and a half. Co- well, she's posted mm-hmm. that on the group that she had a conversation with. Yeah. <clears throat> so full disclosure, Sarah, who's Bonnie, Bath and Body, mm-hmm. and I work at the same print shop. So we oh. see each other all the fucking time. Um, so she was talking to this woman and of course she's mentioning one of a kind show and she's mentioning show of hands and Sarah's like, yeah, so I kind of really know her real well. Oh yeah, you've got it on. And Sarah's said, you know, she, Sarah's one of four vendors that's been in every single show of hands we've ever done. And so Sarah's like, I literally have done all these shows. Like I've tried everything that I can possibly try. And like, here's all the things that I think are shitty and things I think are great. Um, so I haven't talked to this woman yet, but Sarah gave her my contact information. Um, and wrote this like adorable message to her that was like in the interest of fostering a community of events in Chicago. Like she just wrote something. She read me the email. I'm like, that's a very professional email you wrote. (laughs) She's like, yeah, I wanted to like, you know, not be like word up. I talked to my friend at the print shop and she said she'll talk to you. So we haven't talked yet, but it sounds like they know what they're doing. It sounds like they've done events for a really long time. Mostly. It seems like the events have been very fashion centric Mm -hmm. fashion style directed Mm -hmm. um and that now they're trying to kind of branch out into non-fashion include include being including other types of businesses into some shows so i think that's what this first show is the effort there is to be like more more like dose market and show of hands and renegade and stuff like that when i emailed her asking for her vendor list from the past she was very upfront and nice about it she's like no we don't have a vendor list to compare to because last right we've been doing one. different yeah but she, and here's what we've done in the past you can look at all these things and i was like oh that's cool and then when allison mentioned that she talked to this person i was like okay now i'm that was my last check of the box yeah I'm, like I'm good seems up good yeah show. it kind of i mean the funny thing is that and when sarah said like oh do you want to talk to this person i said yeah i don't of course I do. Like, I don't, there's nobody I don't want to talk to. Like, I don't, anybody that's running a show that pretends like I'm the best show and I want all other shows to go away and like, just have mine. Like that's, that's kind of the opposite of the whole point. At least to me, the whole point of having the show is to promote the people that are in the show. I can't run 35 shows a year, but I want my vendors to be able to participate in 35 shows a year. So like, guess what? Other people need to put those shows on. I can't, do all of them if i could i would yes i would want them all to go away and i would just run all of them <laughs> but that's not realistic and also like people don't shoppers don't want to go to the same show over and over and over again like yeah. if show of hands happened more than twice a year i think people would be like oh god this again like gr- like we've seen this like why are we you know that's why i feel like the next venture for show of hands has to be shows that are real specific like there has to like it should be like, like wedding a wedding show, show yeah. or it should be just jewelry or just home goods or just ceramics and there'll be little tiny pop-up things instead of like here's another show same setup same number of vendors same venue because mm-hmm. nobody wants like people want to see someone else's perspective um you always do that you love doing that <laughs> michelle's water bottle that makes duck sound a little duck baby duck sound but <laughs> <laughs> predator noise it is the predator noise i haven't seen that movie. but yeah i think that i mean i want there to be when dose went away it like we were already lacking 
enough mm. really good shows in Chicago. That's true. And then we one of the best more. ones went away. And it's yeah. like, well, shit. Like, mm-hmm. come on, people. Yeah, that kind so, of... It was a little scary. Yeah, like, and I think it's... hole in our ear. Yeah. Because, especially because... <laughs> hole. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Holes. Name of the episode. Holes. Okay. <laughs> we got holes everywhere, people. But I think it's like... I don't know. If people can... All I ask for from shows is that they are well-organized and motivated from a good place. Like, if you're motivated by money, your show is going to fail. And vendors will know that your show is motivated by money. And you will start to forget, like, what Mm -hmm. things are important. Like, you will be more focused on what big sponsors we can get and how we can add a cocktail bar to something when the goal should be, are your vendors complaining about trash removal or aisle space or layout or lighting? Like focus on your vendors and then the show will be great. Did I, sorry, go ahead, sweetie. I was just going to say that what you just said about um, the focus of the show, I think was a big part of our experience last year and keeping track of all those shows that we did, I think really showed us which type of show or event made sense for us because it was clear that it was clear what the intention of the event was all about was it for promoting the artists or was it more of a an entertainment thing for right. people yeah. to go to oh and there happens to be vendors yeah that seemed like sort of a sideshow and so like like square roots i'm gonna call them out right now they're on this list boo there were like you've heard us slam boo. square roots though heard. and you've Square roots, is, anyway. Square roots is great. As a festival, it is great. As a place to get beer and listen to music, it is fucking fantastic. And food. It is, food. It, it is the most ignored I've ever been as a maker at an event where I paid $450. Like, it's embarrassing. Really? Well, I... Like they don't give a shit. No, we are there to make their their show not to look pathetic. fill it out. Basically, if they took yeah. away the makers, the show would look the event would look pathetic, and that's the only reason that you are yeah. there. Oh, and I hope somebody like from Lincoln Square Chamber is listening to this, because that's my two cents. I mean, a drunk person fell into my product. Yeah, oh my yeah. People get really drunk. People get embarrassingly illegally drunk, yeah. and no one cares. And they don't care where they place you. They don't care about your, what you're asking for. They don't care about, there's no organization. Not one person even spoke to us or greeted us or said like, thanks for being in the show. We're not listed anywhere. We're not listed on the website. We're not listed in the directory. They literally as a tagline on the back page said, enjoy food, drinks, and some makers. So I was like, yeah. literally my $500 paid for you to write the word makers on a piece of paper? Okay. Screw you. I mean, like, I feel that's like embarrassing. I could see people buying candles at that event, but <laughs> they need to be they aware. Jewelry they need to be aware of what types yeah. of vendor. They're just taking anybody that's like willing to, which is also the application process was embarrassing. The payment process was embarrassing. We had to send a check, right? We had to send a check. I had to print out a piece of paper and send a check in the mail. <laughs> it is 2018 everyone that asks for a check to be mailed to them we applied for a show where they required photos printed out printed photos with a self-addressed stamped envelope what 
<laughs> so oh I sent them the application God. a check, oh five God. printouts in another envelope with a sample address. No, go Squarespace costs $9 a month, you guys. It's like the amount oh of work God. it's going to take them to process all these applications. The things that will get lost, the things that, like, oh, yeah. it's so... Oh, let me take a breath here. <laughs> hey, um, I see you guys have the maid show on here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, what's the deal with that? Is that Chicago did Reader? You, did you find out if you got in or so not? What I wanted to mention was, so Amdor, mm-hmm. you know, I know it's for art. And mm-hmm. I know we're not art. We're mm-hmm. craft and makers. So yeah. I wrote to Amdor um, saying, hey. Wait, what's Amdor? It's an organization that runs a bunch of art shows. Yeah. Oh wait, it's that that lady yeah. that MP Custom Made was telling me about, and they were like, "You don't know her," and I was like, "Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know any. I don't know any of these people." Well, apparently, they're not like the her shows are I well am. run. Yeah, her shows yes. are really yeah. well run. They said that they did one that was a nightmare. Yeah, but but that that was kind of an yeah. anomaly. Yeah. So I wrote to the Amdor Productions because mm-hmm. they have a bunch of shows that I'm mm-hmm. not eligible for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I wrote to say, you know, I really respect your what you're doing, and I know I'm not an artist. I consider our fragrance blending kind of art but i get it we're not mm-hmm. right you're not fine art fine right art. yeah so um i'd like to ask if there are any shows that are appropriate for me to apply for and just you know tell me which ones i should apply for that i'm even eligible for mm-hmm. and they were so kind they wrote back and said you're eligible to apply for friday art markets i see Daily that Plaza, yeah uh starting oh, yeah. artists handmade and then before it was announced he said and we're doing a thing called made in morgan manufacturing in december yeah, you like, posted about it in the group. And I was like, that's great. Let me sign yeah. up for all those things. I feel like Morgan Manufacturing lost dose and was like, shit. Yeah. Because all of these new shows are at Morgan Manufacturing. Yeah. I feel like all yeah. those shows saw the vacuum and all were like, we've jumped on it. Morgan yep. Manufacturing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've now applied to two different shows there. Yeah, but like, when are we supposed to find out if we got into the Maid show or not? I don't, the other Mdor shows have already been announced, but Maid oh, hasn't been. Maid hasn't. It does. There stuff. wasn't like there's like rolling applications through August or something. So this is a thing too. As a person that runs a show, like, what's up with that? What's up with not telling people? Why is anyone asking the question? Am I in the show or not? Why is there not a hard fast also date? Weird. The show's in December. It's embarrassing. So, like, I don't yeah, understand why you don't, like, forget being nice to the vendors. Why do you, as a person running your show, I want to know what a definitive list of who is in my show. Mm-hmm. I want to know eight weeks out. That's my deadline. Eight weeks out, I want to know who is in my show, who is paid, what kind of stuff they're selling, how I need to start marketing this group of people, and getting them information so that they have eight full weeks to prepare for right. my well, the show. show isn't until December, like, but why they opened would you apps not... in January. Right. So if you're going to open applications, I, I don't see anything wrong with saying like applications are open for three months. If you want to do that, cool. Like have it be like a crazy this long. This is like eight months. But like if you want applications to be open yep. for a period of time, mm-hmm. like is it that they can't get vendors? I like I, I, I want know. I want to shut the valve. I want to be like, stop applying. Like people, like nine or ten people apply the day the show, the application's closed and are like, oh my God, I missed the deadline for the application. I'm like, yeah, there's a deadline because I can't deal with you people mm-hmm. every day, just like a new person that shifts everything I've already planned. Like I want to have, I want to turn off the water and get to work. So the, the entire Amdor catalog of shows where all the deadline was in late January. For every show for the for, whole year. For almost all the shows, yeah. And so oh. the maid thing, I think, when Dose died, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing, when Amdor was like, oh, let's do this. And so they 
yeah. they finally got the things solidified to get the date for made, I'm guessing they didn't have the time to open the applications for that same January cutoff. And plus, this is a totally new kind of vendor that they're yeah. like soliciting. So my guess is that this is the first time. They're like, what are we they're doing? like, how is this even going to work? So I'm, that's my guess. But I was just thrilled that they told me about it before because I asked. I yeah. That was really cool of them. Yeah, for sure. Um, you're applying to the Covet Markets. That's a that question mark. That one makes that's me nervous. That's the one that's like sponsored by some women's something Chicago or other. And I thought, the are they only is... allowing women in the show? Like, no, that'd it's be just weird. Chicago Woman Magazine is. But like, how do you feel it? about being a part of a show that's run by a Chicago women's women's only thing? It's a women's only thing. I thought it was just a women's magazine. I guess well, I really know. it's a women's magazine. That's implied, right? I think so. Yeah. No, I don't think the show though has been marketed. No, as, I don't like, think the show is, for, is ladies. for ladies only. But is that awkward? We've done no other shows that were to benefit a women's organization, and oh yeah, I, it never felt strange or unusual. It was a the the market was the market. It just happened to be benefiting their cause. Hmm. We did uh, two. I don't think shows. this is benefiting a cause. This is just no for a magazine. Yeah, right. This, this is a promotional. Cause. This yeah, is for promotion. Yeah, only. It's this like a, a women's cause. only group sort of yeah. thing. I think they're riding the wave. Yeah, a little bit. That's my two cents on that. <laughs> Says two people who Says are two people about who are like, going to speak at a. We're doing a ladies and we are thing. we are yeah. doing a um, a women's only event. Yeah, but we're women. But they listened to us rant about how much we hate yeah, those things and invited things. us despite that. <laughs> they know what they're so themselves into. if we're all going to be open-minded about that here, we'll, I know, feel like we'll participate. I'm, I feel like just because I don't think the same way mm-hmm. as su- a supposed majority of women, mm-hmm. I've still ha- am a, I am still biologically a woman, everybody. Yeah. So like, guess what? My opinion <laughs> matters. And if yeah. I think that those things are exclusionary and kind of insulting, my opinion's valid. Sorry. Whoops. Yeah. Like that's what feminism is. Shit. <laughs> hate, hate to break it to you. Everybody doesn't have to agree with you all the time. I don't agree with you and you don't agree with me. We'll talk about that more soon sure because that date's coming I'm up. Sure we will. And um, we have to get prepared. You guys aren't invited. Yeah, you Doesn't can't come. Suck? You can't Doesn't come because you're not ladies. <laughs> you can't lie. come. That was weird when something is. You can't exclusive. get tickets, right? Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. I think it's embarrassing because no one's looking at the double standard of it. Well, do you yeah. think that any men are going to apply and be like, "Why can't I come in"? No, what I'm saying is like this event is like a co- it's like a panel thing where like you come and listen to us talk, but it literally says like wi- women, women only. Right, but do you think that they would turn away a man? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think they absolutely that is would. Weird. Right. I, of course, it's weird because if there was a men's event, if there was a small business, f- and it was for men only, yeah. everyone would be furious. Yeah. The world would be furious. It would be in the news. Yeah. But us ladies are allowed to do whatever the fuck we want because we're quote unquote repressed or something. Like that's insulting to me as a woman who feels very equal to mm-hmm. her colleagues and peers. I feel like it it shocked me. Did you see my list I made of how many women owned businesses or in show of hands? It was a lot. Because then that's my when Michelle and I talk about this, that's our argument always is like so many of these women's only groups who are touting the idea that they are a supportive growing community for women and we all need each other 
are in industries that don't need that. Yeah. 83 of my 105 vendors are women owned. That is called a majority, <laughs> yeah. not a minority. Yeah. So if anybody with regards to show of hands needs to make a support group, it's you guys. You guys and the six other dude-owned businesses need to have a group where you guys are like, oh, my God, isn't it hard to be a man in this craft world? Like, it's true. If we're all acting like we need support and that's why we have these groups that are exclusionary and keeping men away, these horrible, horrible men that we don't want in our room with us, who don't understand us, the reality is, is like, you... No, that's the opposite. It doesn't make any sense. I think some of the people that are going to come to this thing that we're doing, though, are in industries where they're and the it, minority. And, and, and that's yeah, they right. should totally the, the have the glossary event a group. I went to. Yeah, there were like three women there who work in the tech industry, and I was like, "Good, good lord, tell me what that's like." Yeah. I have, I have no yeah. concept what that's like. Yeah, because I have literally worked in a female-dominated industry for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I have. Ne I will be the first to admit that I have never. I've never worked in an office, or had a cubicle, or worked under some corporate management that was run by men. I've never had that experience. I'm very lucky. But when a bunch of jewelry makers go and sit in a room and talk about how hard it is to be a woman, <laughs> I want to punch them in the face. Yeah. Because it's not true. Like, you you are supported by women by default. Well, there are definitely some instances. Um, of course, in your general you, life. Yes, yeah. of course. When but I walk like, down the street, I don't like being talked to when I don't want to be talked to. It's Dealing with businessy things. But, like, business, yes. And, of course, like, tax stuff. And, yes, there's always yeah. weird stuff like that. But guess what? Why isn't... You think that Mark and Steven wouldn't sit in a room with us and you think they'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's fantastic. My life is great. Like they're going to be like empathetic and bring a perspective to the situation. I don't understand what the point of excluding them. Our is. point is giving that we think that men should have the opportunity to sympathize with us, you know, because like and support what, us. That's literally what feminism is. Right. It's not women are well, better than men. I think we had to finally. start calling it's, that intersectional feminism yes. because people forgot what feminism meant. they think that feminism like, is like fuck men women are great that's not and it's what it not is. at all no it's allowing men to be supportive of women also it's like, allowing human beings to hang out women. and be human beings together yeah, yeah. when i first Duh. moved to chicago i was in the gay men's chorus what and that's it was awesome amazing we're gonna demand Wait, a performance later Why we have the microphone <laughs> set up already for you and, and you know the, the record an extra episode oh i'm all for it, I can do it. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes but the amazing thing was like you know the feeling of camaraderie with uh other gay men but the really cool thing was there were heterosexual men and heterosexual women and all like lesbians and trans and you know people yeah, who didn't people. have a gender identity like who cares it, it was it was the gay men's chorus in name and anybody was welcome to be there nobody mm. was ever excluded i love that yeah see that's not hard mm -mm. and guess what it didn't take away from the specific group of people that you were supporting or building it around right it was like look there's an ally it this is added amazing. to it, it stronger yeah right yeah. Thank we you. all have great voices I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, like, I kind of get it, but I also don't get it. I also think, like, if any of these people having, like, these exclusionary mm -hmm. events think that, like, some, like, bro asshole dude that is the problem that we're talking about is going to show up to your event, 
They're not. They don't even give a shit that you exist. Like, that's the whole point. Like, only the people who are empathetic and supportive of you are going to show up. So why immediately be like, no, you like by category alone, I'm going to reject you because you fall into a category. And then Josh was like, I feel like, what if you just said like, I identify as a woman. I'm showing up to this. What are you going to do? You're going to turn me away? No, probably not. Right. But then like, doesn't that kind of test what your point is? I don't know. Uh, you're like i don't know like i don't know i'm i'm like so focused on this what's the frankfurt fall festival where is that that is in frankfurt illinois and it is billed as the largest craft show in the united states Nah. oh right how have we not heard of that because we're not crafters yeah i've heard of it yeah but i would go to that and people would be like what is this oh you like it's actual like old school crafty we'll find out if we get in you don't know okay hmm curious candle them making candles does a lot like it's a bridge it's a bridge like high and low you can go all over i mean you really can because it's such a universal kind of product whereas like i would show up and people would be like what the hell are you doing here and you know we're we're learning that we can uh, the candle itself like the wax and the wick and the fragrance is one thing and the vessel it's in dictates the market position And so when we did ceramics last year with Steven's mother, like, this is our elevated product. Mm-hmm. And now we're collaborating with Christy. I Andy, know, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Which is super exciting. So like, excited. there's no way that's going to be in the same exact echelon as the mason jar. We're also right. talking to um, the folks at Everlasting Fire Glass. Oh, Bowl. yeah. Nice. And, you know, that's exciting. We're, um, it, and the, yeah, it's like the, the wax and the wick and the fragrance can just be in almost anything can't be in paper <laughs> nope uh-huh. did i get real sad <laughs> no i just it was funny to me <laughs> oh what else am i I'll curious just be about over here making greeting cards um bu- 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 did you see that we're doing another show in the same weekend as show of hands <sighs> fine oh wait which the holiday those in style the in style thing the style chicago thing is that weekend oh we're not doing that one we're doing uh the elmhurst art in wilder park oh i see it now that's fine no i don't know if if people can manage doing multiple shows well when my that's not the craziness that the craziness is doing one of a kind the week before yeah you're doing one of a kind we just found out yesterday yesterday that we were you'll do really good at that you'll sell everything you bring it sure. makes me feel a little bit more calm about doing many, a show. I mean, I don't really think there's very many the candle after. people at that, if any. When we went last time, we saw three candle vendors. Really? Yeah, so I think there's going to be four. Yeah. Yeah, but really? that's out of six hundred. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not sad about that. That's like, that's nothing. Really that's not even, lucky because like there's got to be two hundred jewelry vendors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's. I mean, I will say that when I when I had done the one of a kind show, that's why I did really well because I was one of like four card people in the whole show and so anybody that wanted cards was just like oh cards and they would just like be a magnet to my booth and then want to buy everything because they're like why there's no other card vendors here you're kind of my option so So, yeah i mean i've been hearing really positive things about one of a kind recently it's definitely the last two years it's like the customer base Mm -hmm. is changing although i haven't gone to it in a while but yeah, it's definitely like I think it had a reputation for a long time of like 
just being a bunch of like suburban older ladies from the yeah. suburbs yeah um kind of buying the same types of product and mm-hmm. now and then and it was a lot it was a lot fine artier than it is now like it was a lot more like mosaic water feature wall hanging well i think there's still some booths that have like three paintings in it there is a vendor that's literally yeah. what i just said oh my God. <laughs> yeah it's and i think that now they're like oh there's a whole lot more people doing cool interesting like, i also i've heard that products. people get lots of custom jobs yes. from yeah, it for sure um which is something that you i do. wouldn't be interested <laughs> in i don't know i'm not i'm still not considering it but um you know the, i've been hearing good things yeah from jewelry people too well it's also a very well run show it's very well organized and like you're treated really well and like the mart is run like a well-oiled machine and like the union workers that work there are like super nice which is really shocking especially when you've done trade shows at other places where they are not nice and Your so it's Javits just like right? oh god yeah. javits is a hellhole hole hole <laughs> oh my god um, we have but a like problem. It's, it's just like even if you don't have a huge financially good show you st- you still are like well that was a good experience like i met a lot of people i got a lot of feedback I, inter- I gave my cards out. Many yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like to do a show on that scale without kind of being treated like garbage the whole time mm. is really nice. <laughs> well, it's indoors. And it's yeah, indoors. It's indoors. And it, yes. Don't you think that like if you can prove that one of a kind is a good venue for you that you can then eliminate a bunch of this other smaller stuff you around know, it? Yes. Um, there's some stuff that we do that might not be profitable or the same level of profitable as one of a kind hopefully will be but it's like i we've got to stay in our community like we're well it's also i mean that's market. also like just presence and marketing and like there's a certain amount like that's what i try to tell vendors for show of hands is like i mean now it's less of a worry because in the early years i was like don't worry if you don't make any money like the whole time i was just like it's okay if you don't make any money think yeah. about it this way and now i'm just like you're fine you're making tons of money and <laughs> promoting yourself it's great mm-hmm. but i think that i kept saying like hey don't for, don't lose sight of the fact that doing shows is also about getting yourself out there and putting yourself in front yeah. of people and interacting with customers and which you cannot do from the inside of your yeah. office or home or warehouse there's only so much my instagram post can do exactly yeah. and so and you never know who you'll meet at those shows like you will meet you might meet an amazing press person you might get a new store account you might get an amazing custom client like you never know like some of the best some of the business relationships i still have to this day are from people that i met like because i did a show randomly yeah. I think it's harder to tell um, when you are like from Chicago and doing a Chicago event when you're getting residual Chicago sales from that because you're already getting, you know, most of your customer base is probably here, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't notice an effect until we had done the um, Nashville show because now I get Nashville orders, yeah, and which I hadn't been getting before as much. Um, which is why we decided to do the Cincinnati show, even though I'm not sure how big it is. It's just one day. Um, it didn't cost that much. So like my expectations aren't as high because usually cheaper shows mean less sales. Um, Sometimes. 
But like we don't have to rent a hotel room. We have a place to stay. We just have to rent a car. And I figure if we could at least break even, I can, you know, meet with shop owners while we're there yeah. and, um, you know, just give out yeah. cards and like have a new customer base. And, and you'll be like, able to see that, you know, yeah. like if all of a sudden I start getting orders from Ohio, I'll know. But like you don't really notice Cincinnati it. Cincinnati represent. Yeah. I'm from Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. It's all right. It's fine. It's cool. Place. I mean, I've been there. A lot there. of white people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> first out of state show ever. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Last weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the Hunt and Gather. Yeah. And yeah. It was Where's that? In Indiana? In Crown Point. Yes. Okay. And it was absolutely beautiful. Nice. The organizer was like Buena Gente, amazing woman. Her whole crew was amazing. She has uh, this big family. And towards the end of the show, all her sisters swarmed our table and were just like, I couldn't take their money fast enough. They were just like buying all these candles. And I'm like, you guys. It was this like flash mob. Like, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but it was this like love explosion Nice. And, you know, I was there with vendors that I know from Chicago, like Real Soaps and Long Dog Candy, yeah. and yeah, I saw Amy their photos. Atelier, and it was just and the Master Family Kitchen was there, and you're just like, yay, yay my peeps! And we then all know these, you. And then like all these cool other Indiana yeah. folks that I didn't know. And That's cool. Like, oh, the sales tax is so different here. <laughs> Sweet. Um, how Four long extra percent? is that drive? It was uh, about an hour. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like oh, two hours. Really? Yeah. So you, Super easy. Is it one day? It's two days. Oh, two days. And so you have recom- to stay somewhere. I would recommend commuting back. Really? Yeah, because the... So you stayed here. Oh, I stayed drove- there and I was in a horrific oh. hotel that made me it. sad. Oh, that's not good. Oh, I've, I can beat you on your hotel story. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I just had the worst hotel experience ever. I did not stay the night there. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. No, I... Yeah. Wow. I got myself a refund and we left. Oh my. The place with the roach? Yes. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, there were no vermin. A in my... Southern cockroach. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like this like the size big. of a mouse. <laughs> yeah. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, oh, real, right. that's a real roach. Yeah. I'm from the north. Our bugs don't get yeah, that our big. Bu- yeah. Our bugs are tiny. When I got here to Chicago and I was like, this isn't a roach. This is like the tiniest beetle this I've ever like seen. This is a little baby beetle. <laughs> <laughs> I used to roaches being the size of my face. Yeah. yeah. No, I can't. Nope. Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah. Deal I was like <laughs> on the phone screaming. It's naked lunch in here. <laughs> <laughs> One cockroach. Joe's apartment. Naked oh, lunch. God. Yeah, that's Sorry. not. I mean, that's a pretty. That's an unacceptable thing. They don't even fly up here. <laughs> okay. Flies. They do they fly? Yeah. So there's a slight chance Monica's gonna argue with me on this one that it flew in through the window that we opened oh. <laughs> and that it didn't originate in the hotel room. Well, now you just admitted that maybe the hotel wasn't that bad. Hey, I didn't remember to leave them a bad review, so <laughs> that's why you don't like oh. palm trees, because those thatch on the trunk is just like where they all all hang out monica i think we let the cockroach in our room i can't imagine (laughs) running a hotel can you imagine a a hotel and a hotel is pretty gross though i just like oh i can't imagine i mean the number of like moving parts wackadoo weird things that people say to me because of show of hands and that's like twice a year and it's a craft show like i can't imagine all day, every day, like what else people do you want to talk sleeping about in your here. place of business and like eating right. food and getting sick or just mm, being like, mm-hmm. I don't like this or like, oh my God, I can't yeah. imagine. 
you have to be a special you have to be a very strong person yeah to run those kind of like service-based businesses oh god makes me cry makes me be like i'm gonna go home and make some greeting cards (laughs) super easy what are you like super excited about on that list show of hands (laughs) i almost said something like at the top about like not feeling like you couldn't say nice things about other shows since emily's here but (laughs) never mind (laughs) seriously last year when we sponsorship was uh, you know there's like there's moments in your life when you're like am i gosh can i do this because it's a it's a financial investment. Yeah, and the particularly like for the spring show, you know. Yeah, and it just felt the the anyway. It was amazing the response from the crowd, and you know, just building upon the momentum from the spring show of hands show. Where our shoppers are like the best people. Yeah, yeah, they're my favorite customers so far. Although I will say, Porterfly customers were, were pretty awesome. awesome. I was yeah. Applications I was, opened yesterday. Or yeah, Porter yeah. Porterfly apps I are open. The, I I've like that. I like applied. the idea I assume that you like, guys have applied. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's nice to know that you can. Like sometimes you feel like I mean I know when Showfan started I kind of felt like oh, this is just open to the public and like I'm not gonna have control over who shows up at this and and like what they spend mm-hmm. and why they're here and what kind of people they are, but like if you market stuff the right way like you. Yeah, you just get the right people mm-hmm. if you continue to encourage, like, yeah, ho- save your money so that you can drop a ton of it at this show. And there's a big difference between, like, you know, we're going to do um, some of the street festivals we did last year, like Wicker Park Fest, of course, Edge Fest, Midsummer Fest, and of course, these are things we've applied for, but we don't know if we're in yet or not. You're in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I called some people. <laughs> Thank you. It's such say. a different crowd, you know, and like, yeah, when we're outside in, you know, 80, 90 degree weather, we're wearing tank tops and shorts and, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, I've got an ice chest full of water and LaCroix and we're, you know, it's a different vibe yeah. entirely from yeah. doing an indoor show, like what Dose was and show of hands, of course. And like, it's just, and when you're doing it one weekend, you're indoors and next weekend you're outdoors setting up your giant 10 by 10 tent. Yeah. It's that flexibility that you have to maintain. And I think last year I did dose on the same day Stephen was at uh, Renegade Pilsen. Okay. So yeah. I'm indoors with this like sort of polished. Yes. <laughs> People are drinking cocktails. Yeah. And, and you're on 18th Street yeah, or whatever. Sweating. Or Everyone's drunk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was so fun. Like I had a customer come to me at, show, at dose. And uh, I said, oh, thank you so much for your purchase. And she's like, oh, this is such a great day after this. We're going to Renegade. And I was like, you are? Go buy another candle. Yeah. I I wrote a little note to Steven on a business card. And I was like, will you give this to my husband? We're also there. And she was like, oh. She's like, like, no, I definitely will. like a secret mission. And she was so excited. (laughs) That would be me. I'd be like, yeah, what else do you want me to do? (laughs) Should I get him lunch? (laughs) Right. Bring him a coffee. Well, I was standing at the booth at Renegade and then, like she's a total stranger to me you know i'd never <laughs> seen her before in my life and she comes up and she's like you must be the husband and i'm oh like, my god uh, <laughs> i'm a husband yes <laughs> i have something for you and she handed me the card and i saw mark's handwriting and i was like how is this even possible and then she's I, like, like i have a teleportation machine <laughs> yeah, she's like all the pieces kind of fell together in my mind i'm like oh my gosh you were at that show first and he wrote this note and now you're here and they just got the biggest kick out of it they thought that's it was adorable the, most and we did it yeah. twice. Another customer went from what? Dose to Renegade. It was That's awesome. amazing. 
You guys need a That's book so good. two shows at a time from now on. Yeah, and make there be a messaging system. Right. Yeah. I think that, I like that. seems to work. Who needs yeah. carrier pigeons? We were, I think we had. Or get two booths we and make sharing. them far away at each show. <laughs> one at one end what? and one at yeah. the other. And then compete for sales. Have one half the cents at one and half yeah. the cents at other. <laughs> yeah, and see who does oh, yeah, the best. You have to go to the other one. Yeah. You could make like a. um. Like at the stationary show, there were a couple times, I think they still do this in different forms. There were like several kind of like scavenger hunt things that they would do where like maybe 15 businesses would be a part of it. And like the one year that we weren't in it, but I went around and collected them was one of the press, one of the letter press press people made like this folio um, that had pockets in it. And then a, like 15 different letterpress shops did a print, did like a little four by six letterpress print. And they like went in each of the pockets and it, like told a story. Oh, wow. And so to get the whole thing, you had to, you had to go to all of their booths. And it was a really genius marketing thing. Cause there's like 1500 <clears throat> booths and it's like, how are people going to find oh, wow. you out of all those booths? And it was like, well, we all, you know, are kind of similar and we could see ourselves all being sold at the same store. And so it kind of made, you had to go into the booth and like talk to the person to get your print. And the hope was that they would take your business card or place an order or, you know, I'm like, that's such a smart, Mm -hmm. like that's such a clever thing. When we did IndieWed last month, um, yeah, it was last month, uh, the swag bags were an empty bag with a tag attached to it with the name of all the vendors that had swag for you. When you had to go through and collect it. I've actually, oh. I've been thinking about doing that for I show pants. I loved that. Mostly because huh. it, it literally takes me three days to I believe load it. up those I totally fucking bo- bags. <laughs> I've told, and I was like, they don't have, they have so much less work to do by just attaching yeah. this tag to the bag. Because I, I have to like arrange everyone bringing me the stuff uh-huh. and it would be way better if I was just like commit to this. Like, tell me now that you're committing to this. I can make a sheet or a card that says what you're getting. And it also could be a thing where like, if you don't want to give an actual item, it could literally be that you're on this card. That's like, like present this and you get a coupon present this and you get a discount. Yeah. So it could either be like, here's your free gift or it could be like 10% off your purchase. Cause you walked up and showed me that you had your tote bag all for it. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's a, like a, efficiency (laughs) thing and it's also like those people who come in and get those swag bags at the beginning those first 25 on those two nights they're hardcore like those people are there to those aren't just people who are like i want a free bag of stuff like they're kind of the best customers like they're the people that come and actually like drop some money so i feel and sometimes they get coupons and stuff in there and then like don't really look at what's in the bag until after they've gone home Mm -hmm. and then that which is why i always tell everybody to make the coupon both at the show and on your website. Because I'm like, if they get home and they've been to the show already and didn't know that the coupon was in there. I think they'd be more likely to use the coupon if you do that thing on right? the outside of yeah, the, right? I think so. Especially I would if it's do not. Both. Yes. And like if an people item wanted and to do, yeah, If people wanted to do both, they could, or you could say, if you, you know, you could, you could have your own parameters. Like if you wanted to say, like, if you buy a candle, you get a free candle or if mm, you buy, you mm-hmm. know, like you could yeah, make, yeah, yeah. you could bump the limit of it up yeah. instead of just being like, here's something for free. And I, but mm, I think it I'm makes those people interact with, with you instead of just like, I got a free bag of shit and now I'm going to wander around, get a drink and leave. And it's overwhelming if you, if you're in that line mm. and you want to go see the cool shit first. Yeah. You're not going to have the 
maybe the presence of mind or even time to dig around and like what's exactly yeah. yeah and there's a couple people every time that do people that have come to the show in the past <coughs> and know that there's that are, there are coupons they will they will like get out of line and like once they've got their bag, they'll go to the side and stand there and start. And I'm like, these ladies are smart. And I'm like telling the other people, like, see what they're doing. You do that. Um, And they're like going through and like one of the women literally has been like, if not the first person in line, at least the first five, like for the last four shows. And she will go to the side and I'm just like, she knows what's up. I love her. And she immediately will be like, I'm looking for the coupons. She's like, I know there's coupons in here. So it's like, and the whole point of the gift bags is like, a to get there to be people immediately when the doors open, yeah. um, and yeah, also sure. have some kind of sense of excitement of like, oh, this is something. And regardless of if they don't pick up anything off that card and they get an empty bag, they still got a tote bag. Yeah. So like you don't if you don't want to go around and talk to everybody, you don't have to. I like yeah. But most what, of the you people do that now, right? Well, yeah, yeah. we've just decided. <laughs> but I mean, most of the people, I would say. I mean, a good amount of people put stuff in the bag, but then it becomes really a little chaotic because especially the last, the holiday show, like so many people gave me stuff. And I even had to say last time, like no business cards, not just putting a business card in there. If it has a coupon on it, I'll put it in there. But if it's just your business card, I'm not, because then it's literally like 25 random business cards in the bottom of a bag. And I'm like, if you're not going to contribute something real, it's you're just cluttering up the gift bag and making the people who actually put real product in there kind of look. I like, like it diluted. when people put chocolate in there. Yes, the candy <laughs> people I find it later. The candy and people always like the so toffee happy. people, and like yeah, Nikki <laughs> Darling put like a little toffee or a little caramel. Well, someone in. for a while was just putting like a Hershey kiss in with their business card, and I was like, yes, well, <laughs> maybe I should just put some Hershey kisses in there for Michelle. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, it's good. I don't remember who it was, but I have to figure out what the tote bag is going to say this time. No. I have a question about um, what you, I have a little idea that we've been knocking around. Give it to me. <laughs> so we're doing, so like, for I like the ideas. farmer's markets, you know, we're going to be doing the Edgewater Farmer's Market five different times or four different times. And, and all these, you know, there's so many shows. Yeah. And we're so only going to come out with so many fragrant, new fragrances throughout the year. We yeah. just came out with Orchid Neroli and in the fall, we've got one that we're working on now. Um, and so I, we were thinking about the idea of a limited collection of like, we're doing like, let's say some like new citrus type fragrance only at this market. We're making six. Yeah. And then it's on our Instagram. We don't take a huge product shot of it, but you know, just for this one, we're doing Valencia orange and it's only at the Edgewater farmer's market today. We made six and when they're gone, they're yeah, gone. once they're gone, they're gone. And like, maybe have a comment card. Like, did you love this? Cause maybe yeah. it's our next hit. I don't know. Yeah. Cause it could be good. I mean, it could be good. Like a, it's exciting for people to be like, well, why would I go to all these different shows and see you at all these different shows? It's like a reason to go and be like, what's the new, like your hardcore fans will be like, I want to know what the new scent is or what the mm. limited edition thing is. Does that piss you off though to know that, oh, I can't go to this one. So I'm never going to smell the no, blah, blah, no, blah. no. I, like, Cause people don't, their people's attention spans are not long enough for that. I will say, so I do that for like every show. I make some sort of limited Exclusive edition. Exclusive thing. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, um, and if it's really popular, I'll make more Continue of them. Continue making it, yeah. Um, but I think it's like not that big of a deal if I sell out of something and I'm like, it's gone forever. 
Um, Should have gotten here earlier. do that yeah. with um, things like uh, soaps or like um, candles, like things that you want more of mm-hmm. because you use them up. Sometimes I get a little frustrated because it's like I just found this perfect thing and now I can't have it anymore. Yeah. So like I think it's if you do it present it in a way like you're trying out this new yes. thing yeah. and yeah. if it fails then no big deal because you don't have you know might not have to worry about someone being like i need more of this right now but if it's really popular now just you know and if somebody make needs more. it real bad like may, be like minimum order 12 or something you know like that's true be like yeah you can yeah. have a custom order here's the deal but i get that. real bummed out when like a soap or something scented that i really like is just gone just now gone. yeah but then you also kind of have an understanding if you were told ahead of time that like this is a trial thing right you would you would be less likely to be like seasonal i expect this to be around um now i'm thinking about seasonal things that i'm obsessed with like all the trader joe's seasonal foods and stuff <laughs> so i feel like there's something to that like creating a scarcity yeah or like this limited time only but like repeating it you know like this scent is back sort of thing and people know they have from this time to this time to get it and maybe like i know candles and tea aren't the same thing but i will buy like a million boxes of this one trader joe's tea what is it um girl gray no it's a holiday (laughs) one Oh, it's a cinnamon something or other, but it's got like you'll a buy a ton of it winter, at the holidays whatever. when it's around. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of the name of it, but it's only it's holiday only. Um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, especially when you're I mean, doing a ton of shows do already, and people will become familiar with you based on like, especially like the street festivals. I feel like mm-hmm. kind of a, the same groups of people go to all of those shows. Like there are people that just like go to street festivals yeah, all summer long. Yep. And so, like, that is a cool... Like, if people grow to expect that kind of change, I can see... I mean, even in a small example, like, of somebody walking by the booth and being like, well, we just saw them last weekend at whatever. But then they'd be like, What's yeah, but I just saw on Instagram that they ma- they do a trial thing every show. Like, let's go check it out. Like, it's just that one right. little thing where, like, mm-hmm. even if 10 people have the thought that, like, oh, but it won't be the same stuff as the last show... That could just make them be like, you know what? We should just buy two of these right now because we're here. Like, it's just that kind of weird, like, just getting them to come and, like, have a conversation with you and one more experience and one more, like, mark in their memory of, like, I really love, oh, you know what? We're getting candles for our wedding. We should call that vendor that we saw at XYZ Street Festival. I bet they'll do them. That also, absolutely what we right? I really want a works. Valencia orange candle now. I do, too. So. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. For sure. Can an orange one be the one at show of hands? Shouldn't that be wintry, though? Because oranges are a winter fruit. What's the show of hands candle going to be? Oh, I don't know. You know what we did last year for show of hands exclusive for that show was the bath bombs. Yeah. And it was free with the purchase of two candles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're already talking to our friend um, Kate to make more bath bombs. Just And like it's going to be show of hands and that's it. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> Just show to show of hands. hands. Thing could be like Mother's Day e. I'm trying, right? Something very like, like right floral Mother's or... Day. But yeah, see, I, I almost, well, they don't do florals. We have one floral. Yeah, one we do. Floral they got the orchid one. Or but just one. Room. Just yep. the one. Just one. It's really just good. We already burned ours down to the bottom <laughs> of it. 
Josh was like, it would it be weird if you needed to get some candles today? I'm like, they have lots of them. Oh, shit. I forgot to remind you about the wedding card. Oh, I brought them. They're oh, you did? Bag. Yes. Okay. I needed a wedding card. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh I brought them. It's taken care of. Oh, can I tell you We're how shopping. amazing you got this card? Yeah. I have a friend who's going through some like tough stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, we video message and I showed her, it's like, hey, Kelly. And I showed her the card and she was like, oh, and then I mailed it to her. Yay. And so it had like two whammy impacts and it was just like, I love that. awesome sauce times two. That's good. That card's good. Which card? You got this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Multi-purpose. I have like, I've been li- relaying out our wholesale catalog and like adding in the new product and then trying to figure out like based on what I kind of foresee designing more of, like how does it need to be divided? Mm-hmm. And it's weird because most greeting card companies are very like, we have 8,000 birthday cards. Here's six pages of them. And so they divide everything by like what type of greeting it mm-hmm. is. So it'll be like birthday, thank you, love, baby, you know. And I try. I started to like categorize my own cards like into those things, and I'm like, this is not gonna work because it ended up just being like, it was like the base categories, and I had like two or three cards in each, and then there was like other, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like 38 cards were in uh, were in like a non-definable category. Yeah. Shake with your mom. But then baby. Josh was like, most of your cards are literally like motivational. Yeah. Hmm. And he's like, so you should probably just lead with like a motivational oh. category and then be like, oh, and birthday. And yeah. Because a lot of my cards could be other things. Yeah. Like there's a lot of my cards. Like when I was pulling things that were quote unquote wedding cards, only three of them are really wedding cards. Mm-hmm. Like the kick-ass card could be a wedding card. It yeah. says like Depending kick-ass, outstanding, to, yeah. great, awesome, yeah. number one. Like that can be a wedding card. So I was, and I was like, what if I just made a category that was generic? <laughs> it's just like, whatever you want this to be, it doesn't have a category. <laughs> Interpretive. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out like the balance between how I know stores buy things mm-hmm. and not being like a jerk about like, I don't have birthday cards. This you rat card could totally be a birthday card if you would just open your mind. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I have to find the balance between, like, no, this is how people buy things. They go, yeah. we need more birthday cards. So. Yeah, uh, like think outside the envelope, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Grow as a person. <laughs> but, yeah, a ton of them are just. I think it's most. The rule now is, like, I obviously need to fill in the gaps of, like, mm. I don't have enough birthday cards. And I don't have enough thank you cards. But those are easy to design. Yeah. I need to make more bracelets. Yeah, you do. I only have three. <laughs> We've got, um, so the Orchid Neroli floral scent is uh, not specifically for Valentine's Day and not specifically for Mother's Day, mm-hmm. but, you know, it can fit that bill if need be. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we're already thinking about the holiday 18 cents because we'll bring back the hits from last year. Yeah. And we have a few ideas for new stuff. Um, All the hits. The hits, <laughs> you know. There's the hits. And then like um, for the fall season, pumpkin bourbon has such a finite yes. end date. Yeah. Where people are like, I do not want to smell this yep. ever again until next year. It is dead <laughs> to me until September 2018. That's so adorable. How that weird people are. Pumpkin bourbon was everyone's favorites. I let um, some people pick candles as gifts and oh, yeah? that's what that's everyone wanted. I'm picked. like, no, that's mine. <laughs> we have lots more. <laughs> 
That's so funny though, because people are really particular about. I mean, it you must it must be weird like watching people. Oh yeah. Smell stuff and pick things because oh, like it's fascinating. Like, are there people that are just like, no, God, no, yeah. like that just get repulsed by and something? We know, the, we know the polarizing candles. Yes, mm. the ones that are divisive. Yeah, yeah that's so funny. My favorite is by far cedar lavender. So good. Oh, right. I literally will sit there and like just smell it, <laughs> not so burn it. I will like, I, I have a travel one that I won't burn now because I literally just sit there <laughs> and, like, hold it under my nose like a freak. And then I'll have another candle burning. Oh, did I tell you it's what weird. we did last year? It's far? weird, right? I think you're like a drug addict. Wait, before. <laughs> wait I have something to say. Hole. <laughs> oh my God. And on that hole, <laughs> um, hole, of hole. Hole. Candle, yeah. For our birthday last year, was our first birthday? Yeah. For our, our company's first birthday. Aww. One big year old baby. It was so exciting, you know? Orange Beautiful's turning 14 this year. Dang, y'all. That's bonkers. Yes. You're turning 13 this year. Yeah, but I don't. You like, don't want to talk about it? I don't know when. So, like, I'm already. Just this whole I year. I literally just don't like, know. Consider this yeah, whole so year is 13. your birthday. Yeah, 13. Done. Yeah. Well, so, we made um, little tiny travel tins of birthday cake scented candles. Oh, oh my God. It's adorable. And so, we brought them adorable. to like um, star events. We brought one to every employee that works at star events, oh. everybody who works at Criterion. Everybody who works at the Andersonville Chamber, the Edge Chamber, all the stores that we're in. Like, I called Foresighted. How many employees in yeah, all of your stores? Yeah, you all get one. So I brought one to every single employee at every single store and every chamber, everything. And we heard from so many people. They were like, I am never lighting this. Because it's so finite. It's a tiny I little just want, candle. I don't God. want it to go away. And they just open it, smell it, cap it, and put it back. And this one girl was like, I was having the worst day ever. And you dropped off that bag and... The rest of my year was birthday cake. And I'm like, <laughs> birthday cake. Are you really? And like that what Yay. you just said. They open it, smell it, yeah. put it down, and it's this memory that you can just have it. Yeah. Hit it's of so it. good. Does it smell like frosting? Yes. Yeah, it's like oh. vanilla frosting. <laughs> Smells like when you like go into a bakery yeah. and they're making There's, like or like a yeah. cupcake place and yeah, you're it's just like, like hit with sugar. With vanilla frosting. That's yeah. awesome. It's so good. And it's not, you know, I'm exactly picturing our, there being like sprinkles in it. I know. I want it to be like funfetti color. Yeah. Oh, we actually sprinkles. thought about that. It has sprinkles? No, we were going to make oh, okay. them with sprinkles. Oh, okay. Like inside sprinkles. of it should yeah. be funfetti we color. Yeah. Wax. We had it all. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, maybe That's next, so cute. this year or we'll next year. We'll put Jimmy's in it. Yeah. Well, so for whatever your two year birthday, you should make full sized ones that have like sprinkles in them. I think you could sell And just make like 12 of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just make like a make that one of your limited edition. Well, remind me of the isn't it birthday cake the Glossier um mm-hmm. the lip balm. Le balm one. People are pretty obsessed with that. Yeah, they are. People like birthday birthday cake. It's so good because it's like the world sucks, and but that I get makes how it doesn't like fit in with your <laughs> no, thing. It really so it doesn't. has to be like a it's a special once a year right. you put out. Yeah, yeah. you just make it. Cake. Yeah, I think and also if you I mean Michelle does the same thing if you set up stuff where it's like you have a regular thing of like, we put out these limited edition things and once they're gone, they're gone. We could yeah. That. Last year we were at, I think it was, was it due division? We were at a street festival on our birthday and we had 50 of the birthday cake candles mm. and we just gave them away to our first 50. Customers. Yeah. And they were like, what's this? And I was like, today's our birthday. We're a year old and you can have one. If you buy stop something. giving shit away, <laughs> <laughs> no giving shit away is great. You're just different. You can't, you can't give shit away the way that some other people, businesses can and i'm like very fr- i'm just like want this have it 
Have some stuff. I mean, I put but, like, stuff in the show of hands gift bags. Yes, of course. I give some stuff away. But like you, can, you, your product is not yeah. the same. It's not set up the way that you could do like, here's a little sample version of this jewelry. <laughs> yeah. And you're right about it not being part of our MO. Like birthday cake doesn't fit with our line. It's right. It smells. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It couldn't be a permanent right. collection. It's so specific. Like for Edge of Sweetness, we have a line of five candles that we only make for them. Yay. And there's cinnamon roll, blueberry scone. <gasps> oh my cake, God. Coffee, coffee and... Ah, so great. Snickerdoodle. Oh my God, I'm going there and right now. Are like, when, where can I yeah, get how that? How far like, is only this? Yeah, well, can we go there now? <laughs> after we record? How far away is it from here? Oh, you can walk there and go. <gasps> Let's go over there. Yeah. They're so... That's what we did our candles and cookies class. That's so cute. We with them. I still liked the... Was it basil? The tomato The one? herb. That you said no oh, one was like, else liked? Because it was tomato, because tomato overshadowed it and yeah. became oh. the clear winner. But we, oh, okay. we liked both, but tomato did. I will buy better. anything that's herb scented. Yeah, for sure. It rosemary nice. the bomb. Maybe that'll be our show of sure. friends exclusive candle. Was rosemary, don't you have something that's rosemary and something? We have rosemary, rosemary grapefruit and rosemary mint. I like the rosemary grapefruit yeah, one. I have for that, sure. I think, right? Or is it rosemary mint? I have something with grapefruit in it. That's rosemary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Rosemary. Yeah. Nice. Too bad the I podcast have t- can't have, have like smell of vision or whatever. <laughs> so we could be like, there's well, a little wait, spray. Well, wait, what's their next event? Well, spray out event? your phone. That, like, I'm looking at the what, chart. This is what we're talking about. Where's, Where's that? that? At uh, Terra and Vine, a restaurant, uh, that, a new restaurant in Evanston. And that, what's today's day? Oh, it's at the end of the month. Yeah, it's okay. I'm like, what month is it? <laughs> what <laughs> month is, are we in? We're going to be there with uh, Studio Gaverney. <gasps> I and love them. I can't wait to see her little kitty cat. Oh my God. That's so that cute. shit. So every time I post something of hers, I get like more DMs than normal. Like I don't usually get cera- people. Ceramics? Yeah, yeah. She's the one that makes like the little llamas that or, have the airplane. Okay, yeah, 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 there's yeah. an elephant. Yeah. There's a llama. <laughs> Um, but like, and it's really weird because I don't know if it's just like people are having like a gut reaction to like, I need this. And they don't even like pay it. Like I obviously tag the shit out of everyone. Like there's no, it's not confusing who made this or where to get it or like why I posted it. But yet I'll get like six direct messages that are like one, there was one lady one time where I just posted a thing and it was the llamas and she just wrote a message back and she wrote llamas (laughs) all caps with a bunch of exclamation points. And, and I was kind, like, yeah, they're great. The you should buy one. The graphic is just her llama. Oh, that's perfect. And I was like, dang, girl. She is so great. Yeah, they're real cute. They're very unique. I love all her process shots of like, it'll just be like stacks of elephant planters. The funniest thing like, is like, before I've got they're a whole glazed. bunch of llamas to put in the kiln today. I'm like, they're all going to burn. Put the llamas in the kiln. <laughs> yeah, they're super cute. Yeah, she's in the spring show i met her we were we shared a table at dose for last mother's day oh nice and i was like hi i'm mark who are you like that's how we met. we're friends now yeah forever starting now <laughs> you don't know this yet but <laughs> we're friends <laughs> she's amazing that's too many shows by the way yeah i'm just i keep staring i'm at doing it like and three shows this whole year but I don't really do shows anymore, so I guess that's you, you know, after last year, we were like, okay, we'll calm down a little bit. But it's still the, we're still on the, we haven't reached escape velocity yeah. kind of thing. Where we're like, we've got to get our, because it, it made such an impact of brand recognition. Yeah. 
and like yeah it felt that by that when we were saying oh we're only going to do half the amount of shows or we're going to do so much fewer events that it, it felt that we were sort of artificially imposing a restraint yeah on, on our when there wasn't a real was maybe natural reason for it we were like yeah. why are we holding back you know um, well yeah if it's not if it's not something that's like financially restrictive or time Time restrictive Mm -hmm. or if like if you didn't do last year and at the end we're like oh my god too many shows i'm so burnt out like if you were just like no that went great and we did this and there we learned some things and like then yeah there's no reason to not there were some continue there were some sunday nights where i was like this close to bursting into tears because (laughs) you're just so tired i think that literally could be any small business owner saying that but You're I think that's like, why it was I'm really always this close to bursting. Well, I mean, I think most people would say that they they're not this close. They they're just doing. They're just yeah. currently bursting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm crying at this very moment. We're all crying right now because it's stressful on the inside. Like that's the moment when you probably got to push a little bit further because that's the yeah. moment when it's the easiest to quit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh my god, this is horrible. But no, it's I'll be fine tomorrow. It could be way worse. Yeah. That's like that star-shaped press print that I love so much that just says it probably could get worse. Yeah, I, I love, love all that. of those. I love that print so I, much. I have one in my studio that says um some like something about being replaceable. You could be replaced. You can be replaced. Yeah. I have that one, yeah. Uh, you can yeah. be replaced. Um They're really good. Yeah. I like it. So that's the thing like you said what's the worst thing that could happen and it's like the worst thing that could happen is that you don't do it at all. Right. You like, just sit around yeah. and go like, I wonder why I'm not getting any money. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody knows you exist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Another thing we're thinking about right now is, um, you know how incredible Amber Favorite's sign is? I thought I was just going to stop at Amber Favorite. Well, how yeah. Incredible yeah. Amber Favorite. <laughs> sure. Yes. In general, as a human being on our planet, fabulous. She's, she's fucking great. <laughs> but then like that sign is just everything. The greeting cards glowy sign? The one with the lights. Yeah. Oh, lights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like her okay. main sign. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for one of a kind, we were like, okay, let's step up our signage. Signage game. game. And she's like our inspiration. She's your for, muse. She is. She's definitely our muse. And so we're talking with uh, Sarah Mimo. She's our laser cut artist friend. Nice. I need a laser cut artist friend. I have her a couple laser Mimo. cut her artist friends. She's incredible. She's the best. We got some laser cut artist friends. Is that? Oh, yeah. Is that? Oh, She's yeah. a laser cut artist friend. Um, who else? Her lamps are amazing. I know. Aren't those cool? Yeah. She's not in the spring show. I won't talk about it too much, so don't make her feel bad. <laughs> I think she just had a conflict, like a timing conflict um yeah i have to make a new table sign because i saw that that uh show that new show I, i'm looking at nope because i'm not doing the in the style chicago, chicago yeah one? they yeah. said that it's not a good space for pop like big signs right. oh the dose it specifically says that um, yeah, so Dose like, gave me uh, an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper with my name on it, and I was I like, that I, "Yeah, I was like, I want to punch you but in at the least face right now. That's terrible." I mean, at least you can't give a graphic designer that. an no. eight and a half by eleven laser print piece of paper and be like, "You, by the way, you can't bring your own sign. We made you the shitty one instead." We can bring our own signs. They just can't. They just be have big to be table behind time. you. Um, so I have to make. Well, I think remember that sign that. Uh, we talked yeah, about we making make me for forever ago. Thing. Yeah, yeah, the we'll like to make it look like it was gold leafed, but it's not Ooh. done. Because I made a gold leaf sign, 
um, on glass, and then I broke and it. You shattered it. Oh, no. <laughs> so this one's gonna be on acrylic. Yeah, we make it. We'll make it on thick. And we're gonna do it in vinyl because I'm not doing that again. I did it once. <laughs> I don't want my heart to be broken <laughs> twice. In addition to the sign, we've also got to build out that ten by ten because a folding table and a burlap tablecloth is probably not gonna. You have to like build a counter, right? right. Yeah. yeah. For one of a kind. Yeah. 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 You'll have a whole, you'll have like a little baby storefront. I know. I'm scared. We've never done that before. Yeah. It'll be awesome. If you want help, I'm happy to help. Yeah. I've designed six one of a kind bo- booths. Really? Yeah. I have pictures. They're great. <laughs> We've got some ideas. And, I'm like, and of course, do you have a planogram? Uh, I probably do. I, and because I'm me, they were different every year for no reason. <laughs> like I was just like, I don't want to do the same thing. Yeah. No. What? Oh, what are you an idiot like just if just do the same one yeah. for the last time no i'm bored <laughs> i want to make it different i want to spend more yeah, money my, yeah i want to spend more money and make it a lot harder for myself <laughs> cool this is great idiot <laughs> yeah those are fun that's like kind of the one thing about doing one of a kind that i miss the most is like planning a booth you know what? i did not know until i because i called one of a kind and i was like hey i have some questions and i asked her a few questions about spaces and corners and whatever um because i was like we were waitlisted and we knew we were waitlisted mm-hmm. last year yeah and it, so i wrote back and i said okay i know i signed up for emerging artist um i had lunch with danielle from soap distillery mm-hmm. and she was like okay so you're waitlisted that's cool maybe let him know that you're okay with any booth not just emerging artists which was oh a brilliant yeah. piece of advice so i took her up on it they're like oh you'll give us more money right. you're in yeah. exactly yeah so i wrote to them on <laughs> danielle's wonderful you know aha moment and i wrote to them and said we'll do anything they said you're in and um now i'm like well how are we gonna make all this come together in such a short amount of time what are we in we've got the inventory for a regular show but now the the unknown is how big is this show gonna be big we hear from people like like forty thousand people but i mean like what's the what, how much are we actually gonna sell and like all of it okay so that i'm being like I mean, super positive i'm I trying think, to think like what five times the inventory f- is like show of hands yeah. five yeah i mean haven't you heard emily thing. talk about the first time she did it and she sold out oh. of everything on the first day and we had to make more yeah right I'm, so just there was a year, like, and let's all put it into perspective how much cards sell for, like $4. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was selling them for $4. There was a year where I walked out with $9,000 in sales. At the spring show? At, well, this was before the spring, spring show existed. Okay. But, like, there was no reason for a card vendor to be made. Like, that's, and I literally was, like, selling out of inventory. Wow. But the fact is, is that the show is more marketed toward like you're going to have good like better customers like the last few years like when i stopped doing it in 2009 it was because of a couple reasons like it started to feel very like i don't fit in here anymore Mm -hmm. like they don't really want like i don't i'm not making weird like paisley brocade handbags (laughs) that look like my grandma would buy them like i don't make the like everything (laughs) felt very either super crafty or very fine art Mm -hmm. and all of it was really high end and i was there with like four dollar greeting cards Mm -hmm. and i just felt like no this i've either i've either outgrown this or it's outgrown me Mm -hmm. or i don't know and but the last two two years i feel like they've figured out a way to they've upped their marketing they've totally switched it around so it's no longer like even with just you were saying studio governi's 
products being the example in the marketing yeah. like it used to be like weird like fused glass geometric sculptures and stuff and you're like that's not accessible like right a person that makes ten thousand dollars a year can't buy that a person that makes a hundred thousand dollars a year doesn't want to buy that like it's just <laughs> like a weird it was a weird time where they weren't getting the right customers and they also weren't accepting the right vendors and i feel like now it's like they're real they've really come over that hump of like Re real things to buy yeah. instead of just like oh this is pretty to look at and I feel like I'm in an art gallery and like oh, I appreciate this I can't buy it so it's like those shoppers that are new to the show are coming and they're gonna be like oh candles that I can that I want and I can afford right. and I'm mm -hmm. I'm buying something and I'm here to support these people like there's more of that feeling I think yeah I mean I always say like if you can like if you have a product that isn't going to go bad, like well, over make, like over make and no. And if you're doing a ton of other shows and you know, like, okay, if we make a shit ton and bring a ton of inventory to one of a kind and like we over, you know, we didn't make as much as we thought we would. Well, still, well guess what? We have that for show of hands yeah. the following weekend right. and, and that's fine. So I don't know. I feel like that show, I think you will do really well at that show. Fingers crossed. I'm I just think because you. you're, it's so unique. You're not going mm -hmm. with something that, that there's a ton of there. And I think that when I walk through that show, I like you can, you walk down the aisle and you can tell the things that are different. Like you, I walk past so many things where I'm like, yep, seen that before. Yep. <laughs> yep. Cool. Great. That was here 26 years ago. Cool. Next. And then you see something like you guys and you're just like, okay, I don't even know what this is or why I want it, or maybe I don't even care about candles, but I want to find out what this yeah. is. You'll also be able to see, like, from, like, your booth's going to be nice and clean. Yes. And, like, not, you've been to one of a kind, mm -hmm. yeah? It's not going to be cluttered <laughs> full of That's the every rule. color of the rainbow That's the rule at stacked one of a kind. Up. Yeah. Cluttered, oh, yeah. cluttered so to it's high heaven. Be like, oh, look, somewhere I can actually Oasis. walk yes, into. Yes, there's and, definitely that. Like, I mean, nice I, that's how my colors. I think, felt yeah. like that for people where they would walk by and just be like, oh, thank God. But I can yeah. rest. Yeah. And like if you set it up in a way that people can come in to the booth mm -hmm. and like make it look like a store, mm -hmm. like those are those seem to do the best like thing you know everything up on the wall have a place where people can smell things like mm -hmm. i think that people will come in and just like yeah. hang out it'll be a felt free refuge and there, you'll find there's from people the rest of the show you will have <laughs> you will have people you will have ladies that will come and like will buy like one candle from you and then the next day we'll come back with like nine of their girlfriends and buy like they'll be like how many of oh, these can yeah. i buy at a time that happened at show of hands yeah like they'll be a like lot. do you have can you get me one of these boxes uh -huh. i have one it. of those and literally boxes in fill my it. apartment <laughs> like you you seriously should have some of those like like craft paper branded mm -hmm. that are literally like edgewater candle yeah, labeled can you get plain ones. Yeah, we already we have do. Some. Yeah. Oh, okay. get plain ones, stamp them, or put a cool sticker on them, yeah. and have that be a thing. That's like, if you want twelve of these, they're this price. Pick any twelve. Because at one of a kind, people people are traveling to come there. Yeah, they want to buy stuff. It's post or pre Mother's Day, uh -huh. so people will be like, "I'm buying these for my for every single all my sisters. Mother. I'm yeah. buying them for my women's group. I'm buying them for my church. I'm buying them for my friends. Like, they're those people are gonna be like, I want two dozen. Oh my god, you're Which gonna be selling cases of candles. Yeah, so bring a bunch of those boxes. 
<laughs> That's a great idea. Thank you. Right? What are we going to do for window treatments? <laughs> you have other ones. Don't use those. Use the ones over there. <laughs> there are these things called curtains that you have oh, pushed to the side for? here oh, that I think wondering. you could you put those in front of the window. <laughs> yeah. They're well, I fabric. About those <laughs> You'll just buy more jars with all the money you make at one of a kind. Oh, yeah. And you know what I didn't know? Is have those boxes that show of hands too because people will want. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. For sure. What I didn't know when I talked to the woman from uh, One of a Kind was that we're, we got accepted into the spring show, and from now on, we can do the spring show at our leisure. Oh. I was like, You're just in. Oh. I had You're no grandfathered idea. in. I think it, they do run it's, like kind of It sounds that way. really nice, but what if you guys are like a nightmare or something. Nice. I know Obviously that's you're so true. Be, like I could never do that because I would just be like, well, now this asshole's in my show They don't forever. know you. Yeah, they have no idea if you're a train wreck or we not. We haven't seen that the whole thing yet. There's, I'm sure there's a I'm clause. sure they've got, they reserve the right to. Yes. Okay. If we don't like the look yeah. of your face, you're out. <laughs> yeah. It is, I mean, it is a very it open. It seems like, like for them, the jury process is so labor oh God. intensive. That oh, they okay. can't I can't even it. imagine. Okay. So what, like once you've gone through the jury process, okay. they kind of know who you are. You're vetted and you're, you're in. in. Yeah. I mean, the, to uh, on such a smaller scale, like that is true of show of hands. Like there are certain people that I could, I mean, the majority of people I could just be like, yeah, I guess what you're in. But also, I only have a hundred spaces to fill. So, like, if mm -hmm. I promise, I have no idea how many people are going to apply to mm -hmm. a show. If 206 people that I've told are in forever, That's all apply. Decision. Now I'm like, yeah. I have no room for new people. I now have to lie to you, like, take back my word and say, like, psych, you're actually nodding because I don't have room for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So it is a weird, that's a weird thing to promise. And I wonder if they have a, like a list of that. So it's like, don't ever promise more than 500 yeah. people that, they can have, that they're in forever. I feel like <laughs> most shows say something on the application just because you've participated before does not guarantee that you'll yeah. be in again, which is yeah. like, I get it, but it's so frustrating. I have to tell to be at that. this. No, I know what well, I was um, telling them before you got here. The, our friend who we're staying with in Cincinnati, he couldn't um, comprehend that we were so nervous about whether or not we're going to get in the show. And we're like, well, they don't know me. There could very well yeah. be a Cincinnati-based jewelry designer that they're friends with. And they're like, no, nah, that looks too much like her stuff. Right. Don't, you know? Well, that's the thing is like, I'm there's, not always, there. there's always a million reasons why somebody doesn't yeah. get into a show. Yeah. And we never take yeah. it for granted. It's like, no, I never do either. Yeah. I'm excited every time I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh. And then when you get declined from a show or waitlisted, you're like, okay, that's... That's fair. There, it's funny because yeah. I, ha I have both of those emotions. Like when, I mean, there are people that I assume are like, oh yeah, I'm totally in, the, in show of hands. Like how could I not be in show of hands mm -hmm. or whatever, like for whatever reason. But then like there's people who I... Can't, I actually made a list this time that was four columns. The first column was can't have show of hands without these people. Mm. And then the second column was yes. Oh, and the third column was maybe. And the fourth column was no. So there were people where like, and I was like, how many people are on this list that are like, I can't imagine this person applying to the show and me not, and then not being a part of it. It would break my heart. And it was like 16. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is bad. I can't. And then, the, you know, but there were, there were a handful of new people on there 
So it wasn't just like, oh, I mean, this I is looked at that's the at a show vendor list and there are lots of exciting new people. Yes, there are a ton of exciting new people. Like whoever made, you posted that um, like pegboard That fucking pegboard thing. is making big fish innovations. Yeah. That pegboard is my whole life I'm right now. That. And I literally had a dream about it where I was like, <laughs> where it was in my office and I had like a sweet pegboard and I was like, but well, I think you have to have guess it I'm now. buying that. Or several. I wish my dreams were that cool. Yeah. I was like, and that's why I put, I even posted on Instagram, like, it's weird to have a dream about a pegboard, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you ha- you I literally had, that was not a marketing ploy. I literally had a dream about a pegboard. <laughs> yeah. There, there's some really good new people when that we I'm very at, excited about. Uh, hunt and Gather? Yeah. I was, I shared a, a wall with, or not a wall, but we, I was right next to No Kitchen Sink. Yeah, yeah, she's in the spring show. And uh, we were talking about show of hands. And at that moment, you did your Instagram story of the all adhesive uh, post-it. Yes. Mm. Closet mm. Yeah. And at one point you were hovering over no kitchen sink and I stopped it and I was like, look. And she was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> was this amazing moment where we were like, yay. She was so, she's a great girl. And I'm just yeah. so excited to see her. She sent me like, like a couple text oh, like yeah? DMs because I don't know. If I, oh, she had posted, I think she posted a picture of her booth set up and I like sent a DM mm. to her that was like, your booth looks great. And then she, we kind of exchanged a couple messages and then she said something about being really nervous. And I was like, don't be nervous. You're going to make a ton of money. Bye. <laughs> like, you will be great. Yeah. I've only like DM'd with her, but I've never met her. So it'll be delightful. cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, don't be nervous. I'm, I said, um, I don't know what other shows are like for you, but like I'm here for questions. Like, like literally, if you wake up in the middle of the night and are like, yeah. I'm having a panic attack about whatever, just email me. I gotta look into this hunt and gather business. I mean, I've heard of it. Obviously. Yeah, we need to make our. We do really need to make like some sort of, even if it's just like a basic, <sighs> yeah, page of stuff. We want to, yeah, but you can have this. Um, yeah, we'll we just, just combine this with minima maximas yeah. and be like, here, we did it. We I, did wonder all the if, work. <laughs> I wonder if we could make, I would love, I don't know what, how the interface would work, but like, I would love for us to have a web page where like almost kind of the way Reddit works where you can like upvote oh, things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if it could be something where we don't need to have editorial shit about like Mark says this about hunt and gather, like we don't, that's too much content I think. And then that also becomes biased to certain people. Um, but I feel like if we just had like a long list of stuff and like, as people look at it, they can literally like thumbs up or thumbs down or like give it a star rating or something because then it could, you know, like, I feel like then over time it could be cool to be like, Whoa, everybody, even if it's eight people, like they all gave hunt and gather five stars. Like that's something I should look into. I think that, um, sometime after April, Steve's getting ready for a show. So he's kind of preoccupied after that yeah we could could force him to work on the website because he has said several (laughs) times that he would do it yeah and like we're not gonna do it no we can't we can barely do this podcast that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's the name of the episode (laughs) we can barely do this Maybe there's so. like a survey monkey or blah, blah, blah like that. Yeah. Something oh, like I had a feeling we're pretty up. long because I have to pee. And that's usually how I know that we've been talking <laughs> too long. With Michelle being <laughs> like, that's how I know it's, we've been talking for too long. It's time for me to pee. Gotta go. Well, we've talked about a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I think, so I like this. Like, I wish we had time to just go to people's places and be like, right. It's, you know, small business owners, makers just sitting around talking. 
People want to hear that, I right? Do. I yeah. do. I totally do. I want to hear it all the time. Did you see that message from that lovely lady that said that I we, like made her day? I meant to I read it to this morning because I saw sweet. that someone posted something, but I didn't. No, she's I forgot sweet. to. She's like, um, said that it like helps her to not have to talk to a baby all day. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's the way me and Michelle are, except minus the baby. Bye. <laughs> I was like, that's why we started the podcast because we were like at our homes talking to ourselves and we needed human interaction. Yeah. Um, so that's nice to hear that people are at least feeling like they're having a conversation with us in their house or in their workspace. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people listen to it while they're working, which is awesome. I've heard that. Keep going. You can do it. What else do you want to say? You got this. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> want to read off what your cards say. Just read all my cards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Um, well, so we should say Ooh. super big thank you to Edgewater Candles, Mark and Steven. For having us in your home slash office. You're welcome. Anytime. And showing off all your ball jars. (laughs) (laughs) So many of them. So many. So many jars. I can't wait to show you guys our new space. We can't wait to see it. When is that going to happen? When can we see it? In the month of July. We'll be in. Yeah. It's it's happening so soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. What events are you doing around that time? It's never going to stop. Did you take a break? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> That's why I almost didn't do the Chicago Artisan Market because we're moving. Because of the one. overlapping. But, but I was like, yeah. it's a one-day show. I can handle this. Let's <laughs> I, we can take care of it. It's totally fine. I, we moved we'll sleep like right next before, year. like in between, what was it? Right before Pitchfork or something or right after Pitchfork. And it was so hard. No, no, I did Pitchfork before, before it was, was Renegade. Renegade. How was that? Um, I did really good the first year, not so great the second year. So I'm like, mm, I'm not spending 30 hours sitting outside. Yeah. Talking about that shows where money. like everybody's drunk and doesn't care about. No, people weren't that drunk. The first year was really great. And then, but. um, the second yes, year, but. <laughs> yes, but, um, I think it depends on like whatever bands are playing because we got a really young crowd the second time I did it and they just didn't have any money. So they were like, oh, yeah, I'm here to buy a necklace. I don't actually (laughs) remember what any of the bands were because I did not go see them. I let Steve and my friend go see them while while I sat there in your because I don't really give a shit, but I don't (laughs) outdoor shows make me. Well, it was like one big tent, so I didn't. And the table was there, and the chair, you know, like yeah, I yeah, just yeah. had it. Just we up, took yeah. the train. We took the train with yeah, my giant suitcase. suitcase. Of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. All right. Any last? I think we're good. Any final thoughts? No. Um. Just like if you want us to come sit in your workspace and talk about business shit with and you, give you product ideas. Yeah. <laughs> get a hold of us. <laughs> Um, help, you, help you figure out we what have you're doing. Some exciting episodes coming up. Oh yeah, we have a bunch of yeah that we'll like start like reaching things, out to get questions from us. people. Um, yeah. So check the group for that because I'm going to be posting. Like I want questions for Lori ahead of time. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'll post something in the group about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. We're done. Bye, Stephen and Mark. Any last say words? Say bye. Thanks, y'all. You don't want to say hole one last time? <laughs> <laughs> this was a whole lot of fun. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs>